Hello, 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 and hi to everybody out there. It is time for Cosmic Crit. It is time for episode 32, and it is I, Ty, who get to welcome you. I play Edris Varanus, and I want to launch you guys into this show, into this episode, as quickly as possible, because it is a doozy. So let's get some stuff out of the way, and let's get straight to the action. First thing on the top of my list today is the April Fan Challenge. It's a new month. It's time for a new challenge. And for all those listening, a new slot has opened up in primetime Eoxian Reality TV. That's right. We need ideas as to what new hit breakout show will fill the ghoulish void that is Eoxian Reality TV. And that is what the challenge is all about. With the Infosphere being a part of nearly every packed world dweller's life, there is a limitless amount of entertainment to be consumed. Of course, the crown jewel of entertainment for intrigue and grotesque comes from Eoxian Reality TV. So this challenge is about developing a show worthy of being broadcast all across Eox and the pack worlds. However, as you may know, Eoxians have a very particular sense of entertainment. Only the truly creatively macabre will make it onto the screens of Eox. So here are some guidelines for that show. If you want to read these, you can always head on over to our website, or we will also post them into the uh, Discord, our Crittermander Discord, which everybody should join, everybody should be a part of, because we're having a really great time over there, and we want everyone to be a part of those conversations that we're having. Your show's going to need a name. Every show must have a name. We want a name that entices people to watch and brings in more and more views. Your show should always be about the views, and that name needs to be catchy, but also kind of give a hint of what kind of content a potential viewer can expect. Summer We need a description of the bloody meat and twisted bones of what your show is all about. Does your show have a host? If so, I got to know their name and what what they're like. Whatever you decide, of course, the creepier and weirder, the better. As an optional part of the challenge, you can create a pitch for the show. Maybe a a short little one-liner stinger to get people interested. Or maybe even a full commercial that could play over the Absalom radio stations. Whatever it is, it's optional. But if you do create one, the script for the commercial or stinger, uh, you might hear it on the show. So maybe a little bit of incentive to go the extra step. Second thing on my list is, as you might have already heard, we have a new YouTube channel. So go check that out. You can listen to things there and get to see the cool artwork that Rebecca does for each of the sh- for the shows, for all the shows. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. Just another place that you can find us out on the interwebs. So that's all I have. Like I said, short and sweet. I wanted to get you guys into this episode. There's a lot to chew on here and there's a lot to be chewed on. So here's episode 32. Cotestvania. Last time on Cosmic Crits. We got to use our critical fail deck four times. We found ourselves surrounded by cute little scree sire babies. Edris had to kill the cute things. Edris is sad. Screelings! We killed a bunch of screelings! Edris was very proud of Alindra for thinking tactically in that last battle, and then he proceeded to run into battle like an idiot. So that's the Scree Sire! The big Scree Sire threw Edris into a pool of acid. Edris goes for a swim. Andis makes good on their threat to shoot a party member in the face. Andis got me! We entered a mysterious door to discover the cultist's home base, the Star Eater's Spine. I'll give it to the cult. They know how to name things. Everyone but Raimi set off a booby trap and let loose poisonous spores. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. We're diving into a virtual playground this week as we escape the horrors of real life and journey into the Oasis. 
where you can make your avatar look like a creature from James Cameron's avatar or any other pop culture reference you can imagine. My name is Patrick, and I'm your GM, your Goonies movie reference, and I'm here to lead this MMOTTRPG. Joining me in the hunt for the only Easter egg you'll ever need are my five players and friend. To my left, the first time a Gundam is on the big screen, and it's for less than 60 seconds, it's Drew playing Axisrak. Boom, boom. To his left, taking a joyride in the DeLorean to get back to the future, it's Jabert playing Andis147. Greetings, everybody. Greetings. Across the digital table, Chucky and Freddy Cougar in a film together for the first time ever, it's Miles playing Raimi. It's morphin' time. To his left, Chun-Li spinning bird kicking her way into battle, Rebecca playing Alindra Vallis. Hello. And finally, to my right, I wonder if they will ever sell this battle toad at GameStop. It's Tyler playing a Drosferonis. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, guys. Just gave me flashbacks from working at GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I threw that one in. How, how's everyone doing? <laughs> Pretty good. good. Yeah, man. Are you all prepared for episode 32? Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> ah, <laughs> great minds. <laughs> More than likely. Uh, last week's episode was some of the most fun that I think I ever had <laughs> playing Starfinder. So, like, the most fun on this show ever. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw you trash talking me over in the fan discord. Thanks. Oh yeah, no, you're the worst. <laughs> I've been, I've spent thirty episodes trying to dunk Dross into acid, and it finally happened. I, the longest con that has ever been conned. You got me. Right. Oh. Yep. Well, that was the end of the podcast, everybody. We, it's a big, <laughs> big prank them. Well, I gotta tell you though, there's something about that magic secret mojo you're getting from. <laughs> Wearing a knack T-shirt, <laughs> Tyler. Uh, not only uh, well, you, you had a crit too. I think in the in the last episode, right? Uh, I believe so. Uh, yeah, you you rolled. Oh yeah, no, because I think you rolled a a cosmic crit at some point. That episode was insane. But you also lived through that <laughs> head first yeah. dive into a pool of acid. It's all about the knack shot. Uh, I started talking about last week's episode, but yeah, now this is a shameless plug for everyone buying their own magical knack yeah. shirt from our merch store. it's it's magical <laughs> the only way to get a plus two bonus to your entire life is if you wear a knack t-shirt you still don't have besides your mom created roll better numbers shirt you don't have a an ed rock shirt right yet <laughs> no why would you wear that that's like a minus five to anything you do that's a terrible <laughs> idea oh, don't do that boy. oh boy all right let's let's get to it what happened last time on the show as we're talking about the the fun fight we had the greatest combat of our careers against that scree sire it, it went pretty well yeah i was you know I, I ratcheted up the the difficulty a good deal you had you had another combatant join in with the x yeah that's i love those combats that uh begin one way and then they something happens in like the middle and it evolves into something completely different where our backliners all of a sudden had to deal with somebody who invaded their back line and uh it was that was a it was very very fun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right at the very end of it you guys descended to the center of the rock k9204 and yeah you come across what looks like this base of operations uh for the the cell of the the cult of the devourer the so-called star eater spine 
I'm I'm sure glad that we didn't try to open any doors or uh, 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 <laughs> disarm any traps. That was that would have been a ooh, man. I forgot all about that. Thanks for reminding. I was just going to skip past that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for reminding me. Yes, a, a a gaseous cloud of spores assaulted you, and I need. Uh, that's where we're going to start. Is mm-hmm. Alindra, Knack, and Edros. I need you guys to make a will save. A will save. I was not expecting a will save from this. Pronk. That's a mm, one on was, the die. Uh, neither was Drew. <laughs> so a, seven overall, a seven overall for the will save. Right. Uh, got an okay will. <laughs> so happy about this already. Oh. oh. <laughs> what did you? Oh my gosh. I rolled a 20, Tyler? I rolled a 16. That means I get a 20. Hashtag neck shirt. <laughs> so, I, so I, this, I apparently need to buy one of these. Uh, it's, our, our magic eel jackets are fort save re-rolls, right? Not will Correct. Save. <sighs> Correct. So this plume of dust, spores, and tainted air fills the, the chamber around you. And because Andis is unbreathing, they're fine. Raimi, over 30 feet away down the corridor, he's fine. But uh, yeah, everyone else the spores just begin to seep into your suit. They bypass all environmental protections as they worm their way through cracks in, in your armor. And they start, to, you know, as you breathe them in, you begin to feel torpid and a little lightheaded. And all of a sudden, you don't good so think. And you're not as think as you drunk you are. The, the world gets a little fuzzy, a little rough around the edges. As you slur your words, you can't think straight. So, <laughs> well... Uh, all these things I've mentioned here might sound like you're just inebriated. In fact, you know this to be the telltale sign of a mind spore plumage. And it is indeed a mind affecting effect, giving uh, our two that failed here, Knack and Alindra, who boy, negative four to all intellect, wisdom, and charisma, ability, skill, checks and saving throws oh no is there a condition card for this there there is not this is a special it's, it's not a poison but it is a, a magical effect as these spores wiggle their way into your your bloodstream and then kind of just like i said make you feel lightheaded make you feel woozy negative four to basically your your bottom three uh, ability scores i'm very surprised that tyler made this one because i was hoping <laughs> i was hoping for a four int uh, <laughs> a draw. So, so how how long does this last? That's a great question. Why don't you go ahead and roll me a D four, Drew? All right. Come on, <laughs> Drew. So, roll Rolling a, high. Roll a four for so it's just four months. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just kidding. It's four hours. <laughs> oh, how awesome four, would that be? Oh, I not was about awesome. To- <laughs> just the rest of the campaign, whatever. No, it's, it's, it's just four hours. So you guys get hit with this. <laughs> Raimi, you can tell the Lindra and Mac are acting a little woozy. And Andis, you can continue to you know work on the door and, and get it open. Okay. Oh. Idras, why don't you go ahead and step back? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to get out of the cloud so that I don't have to deal with whatever they're having to deal with anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's Edris moves back. That's a 21 on an engineering check. That right. good enough? Unfortunately, it is not. Yeah, to, to open up the uh, the door to the inner chamber, it looks like it's going to be a DC 25 engineering check. So if you want to, now that we are somewhat out of danger, you can take 20, you know, take, yeah. take your time with it. Right. And just kind of uh, eventually pry it open 
you're able to step through just uh, as you parted a few feet into a long, dark chamber, pitch black, save for a, a small green light, maybe 20, 30 feet ahead of you. It's cavernous here. Uh, it's long, you know, this room extending far into the the blackness ahead. So that's that's what you guys see. About 60 feet out, it looks like a small bank of uh, computers in this, this tower here in the, the center of this room with a, a small green light kind of flashing on it. And it extends much further back, you can tell. I think uh, Edris would want to move to secure the computer terminal and make sure that the immediate area, area is safe. So he will move up just right uh, right to the computer terminal. Right. Well, I'm just going to move into the into the corner down here and to the south. Nack thinks that Adras has a great idea. Let's charge into this place. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, oh no. What have we what have we done? <laughs> I get it. Because <laughs> he's dumb now. <laughs> uh Raimi just kind of slowly walks in, kind of warily looking around him. Right, as you guys do move in further into the room, I'll reveal a little bit of what you can see here. Yeah, probably, uh, I know Edros would want to make at least a general perception check, see if there's anything in the room that seems off. Yeah, everyone can that gets a little further in. Sure. So I rolled a uh, 28 perception. How is that affected by this kind of condition that we're in right now? Minus four, right? Correct. All intellect, wisdom, and... Charisma-based skill checks, ability checks, saving throws. All of them at a negative four. So that's a, that's 24, a 24 instead of a 28. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. So, yeah, it's not affecting the scores themselves. It's just a straight negative to those rolls. So as as you continue on into this chamber, Edros, Knack, you see large rows of, of silver pillars line the chamber beyond the, the computer. And there's an, an ominous, kind of misty fog floating between them. Your, your spacesuit filters through what smells like, you know, very, very sharp ozone and the taint of something rotten. Very, yeah, maybe, maybe, let me take that one again. <laughs> and the stench of something rotten amongst these pillars. And this immediately before you is a tall computer console, a cabinet that nearly touches the ceiling about 15 feet above you. The console is dusty, grimy. There's a dried red liquid. Looks like some kind of very brackish blood stuck to the the monitor, sticking to the keyboard. It's faintly humming and giving an eerie green glow with just kind of like a a return light flashing on it. Hmm. There's a digital card reader in, in the command console. If you do go up to it it's responsive is this like a like a blood splatter or is this just sort of like coated in blood it looks like maybe someone used it with bloody hands at one point there is definitely what looks like someone just bled out on like one part of the the console Mm, i see uh so let's take a look at these perception checks uh knack with a 24 uh, Linger got a really good one. You're hiding in the corner. <laughs> Is there anything see. in the corner? There's not. <laughs> I mean, there's a corner in the corner. There's a hole. There's a hole. There's I was hoping for books. Everything. Last time I went to a corner, there were books. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this uh, this those spores are really having an effect, huh? <laughs> so Edron snack. Looking down this hallway, you see this long path, and amongst it, ten foot tall chrome coated towers interspersed at kind of even intervals and can't 
can't even see the end from from where you're standing of this long hallway. But you see the walls are kind of coated with a, uh, a plated steel material. And besides the closest of these pillars, you see what looks like a, just a jumble of body parts and, and spilled guts. And yeah, just a, a massive red blood stain coating around it. And that is this closest pillar here. I think Edros would want to wait before moving forward until Andis has had a chance to dig into this computer. I mean, there might be traps down this hallway or something that is nefarious. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, this seems suspiciously like a uh, walk down the hallway and get chopped in half by a super saw sort of situation. So, are, you, gonna... are you reading my super saw notes? <laughs> yeah. I read your I read your your screenplay for super saw super saw two. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Electric super. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have DR, but Super Saw goes right by it, so I don't mm. want to get hit by that. <laughs> That's your one weakness. Yeah, so, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just take a peek at this computer and see if I can't just like nuzzle my way in there. Do I do I have a sense of like what what tier this computer is? Yeah, as you access it, it does. It, it's very old, but it does look like a very advanced computer kind of for its time you know maybe a 50 60 year old computer console it is a tier 3 computer and as such it is a dc 25 computers check to hack into it all right i'm gonna go for it okay can that check be assisted if you would like yeah you will be getting some negatives on that uh, can help I am, can, yeah i'm yeah. probably not the best person right yeah now. yeah knack maybe maybe we should let Raimi assist on this one okay whatever you say adras <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, Nick. You can come over right. and push the enter button when I tell you to. I bet the password <laughs> is password. I'm going to see if it's password. Right. It's password. <laughs> that was a 33 in my computer's chair. He, he doesn't need my help. <laughs> oh, oh, snap. Yeah, no. I, and I it's just, tap, and just, just like, types in like password. And it's like, thought, holy cow, how about that? <laughs> I, I thought your perception check was your computer's check. So I was like, oh, no, that's a failure. Uh, 33, yeah, you're... You don't need any help on that one. <laughs> uh, so as, as you access the computer, you can see that there are four basic subroutines, basic modules here. One is called SES Electrical Mainframe. Another SES Life Support Systems. A third Entrance Deterrent. And a fourth Chamber of Devouring. Hmm. <laughs> this cult really That's... knows how to name stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh. So this... Uh, this uh, entrance this entrance one seems relevant so let me let me take a look at that right so as you take a look it seems to be uh, as you trace you know it electrically through the base the trap that is located on the outer door that released the mine spores ah. and you see a counter that seems to be counting kind of down from an hour and up to a certain count that seems to be it resetting itself like mm -hmm. kind of collecting more spores and building up air pressure you can disable it from here though well now that i know that the password is just password i'll, I'll just <laughs> get it if we come back this way this one that one is behind a firewall subroutine as well as the fourth one the one marked chamber of devouring okay well i'm gonna ignore that one for the time being since it's already sure. counting down and I'm going to focus on Chamber of Devouring. Okay. So as you are kind of prodding these ones, you do notice there doesn't seem to be any countermeasures on the, those last two. So if you wanted, you can take 20 on them. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do that. It takes about six minutes or so. Okay with that. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. 
Everybody else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to count um, down to four hours, man. Let's do this. Take all, all the time right, we well, need. Let's <laughs> mark off six clock. minutes of it. <laughs> awesome. So while Andis is hacking into the mainframe in in that time, is there anything else the the rest of you want to do? I guess Andis would call it a Andis. Do you think I could uh, go search that first pillar without you know getting blasted by terrible spores? Uh, what were the name of the first two? The first was were SES electrical mainframe and. SES life support systems. Yeah, that's probably fine. I just want to know what SES stands for. Well, if you did not have those mind spores affecting you, you could probably make a, an educated guess as to I where know, you I are. I know, I know, Oh, Alindra, what is it? Star Eater's Spine. Oh, Gold Star. Oh, uh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so Tyler, are you inspecting the body? Yeah, I would like to... Uh, I would, I'm wondering if I could use my survival to maybe see what happened here or what's gone on with the body. I could, Or, or medicine. You so foolish, foolish fool have fallen right into my trap. <laughs> right. So as... <laughs> as you're, you're looking this over, uh, besides this closest pillar, you start looking at... It's like chunks of body parts that someone hacked up and and left them in a a gross little pile and it stinks as you get closer to it and yeah you like pull pull out maybe like a leg or something but you don't have a ton of time uh, because as you step further down this this hallway there's a massive electrical humming sound that begins and oops the panels along the wall begin to vibrate the floor beneath you starts shaking and all around you, a web of burning solid red laser beams cut across the air. <laughs> the beams bounce off a highly polished metal surfaces, making a fiery lattice of crimson death that is coming towards you. And, ju- and just at Ross, this is a very fun trap, the Chamber of Devouring. Tyler, I need you, I need you to go ahead and make an initiative roll. I can do that. Here you go. Oh, it's a two, which oh, means boy. it's an eight. Awesome. So I also roll. I have a plus 12 on my initiative for this oh, laser roll trap. <laughs> right. Good. So it begins moving towards you very quickly. And you only have what looks like one chance to hide, jump behind one of these metal pillars or do some kind of crazy contortionist act to uh, jump through the lasers without getting hurt. Go ahead and make me a reflex save. Adros, watch your step. Mm, do, do it as Adros. Adros, watch your step. Yes. <laughs> Why are you saying it's so weird? That doesn't make any sense. This is how I always talk. Reflex save for the win. Uh, 14? Oh, Plus boy. two with watch your step. The DC. Oh, I'm so sorry, Tyler. The DC is 17. <laughs> One less. Oh, Oh, but it's a good thing that you didn't roll a a lower roll. This this is a pretty awful trap. It triggers as you step into this location. You get a chance to kind of try and hide from it. But yeah, these things are going to slice you up. Do some damage rolls here. Awesome. Oh, this isn't that bad. I can can roll very low. This is a minimum of five damage. That... That would be great because then I would take no damage. Yeah, yeah. yeah so but you know positive. it's it's not going to happen. Oh no, I definitely know this is back damage time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's five d ten, <laughs> and I have rolled twenty six points of fire damage. The thermal capacitor knocks that down to twenty one, buddy. 
<laughs> so the <Sweet>. way <laughs> the way this trap works is this line of lasers moves from the kind of west side of this chamber to the east, then starts coming back again. You may move though. You, you can take an action as we are in initiative order. So you can move away from where it looks like it starts, you know, like run away. Or you do see there's some doors off to the north and the south sides as well that you can... So is it, is, is it between me and the rest of the party now? It's like past... It's gone. Because how I... How I it's, in, it's in my gone, mind, it's, it's gone. gone from west to east. So it is to your east now, oh. to, your, to the left. So it has okay, moved then on I, past you. I'm going... East would be... East would be to his right. Uh, sorry, it's moving east to west. Yes, okay. moving east. It's moving right to left on our, our okay. map. Oh boy, okay. that's fine because either way, I'm going to move way back uh, out of the hallway so that uh, I do not get uh, messed up again. I'm going to look at the rest of the party and go, "Well, that didn't work out how I thought it would." I I I think all those body parts are probably because the wall of lasers chopped somebody up. That's a very good idea. And you know, we never did fix your armor or your curve blade before we walked in here. <laughs> Andis looks up and says, Hey, I think I figured out what the chamber of the devourer is. <laughs> oh, what? what uh, thank God. What is it? <laughs> it's like, that. And he, he like points to your oh. arm. <laughs> it's like half the game off. It didn't get to my hit points. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Uh, so as you are continuing to hack into this computer, you guys can can take some time if you want. Ten minute break or four hours if we want to get rid of that voice, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that that neck voice. But yeah, what is there anything you'd like to do while while Andis is working? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I will take the ten minute break, but I would also uh, while during that, I wouldn't mind taking my armor off and handing it to Raimi and saying, well, I. Uh, this got hurt when I was dipped into a massive pool of acid by that terrible creature. Uh, I'm only getting half of its, you know, effectiveness out of it. So uh, if you could mend it, that would be great. And your yeah, curved blade too. Curved blade too. Oh yes, and and the uh, <laughs> and the curved blade. Even dumb neck is smarter than me. That really makes me upset. <laughs> <laughs> My int is higher, even when it's minus four. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Where are you at? My int is my int is four uh, is fourteen, so minus four. I'm still ten. <laughs> oh god, he's, oh, yeah, he's still way better than me. So no, oh, no god. more, no more Adros voice. You, <laughs> yeah, you're just yeah. like uh, high school equivalency knack at this point. You're like completely <laughs> yeah. average, you know. Yeah, unless you're below an eight, you don't get to be the Adros voice. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so so. In non-character terms, the curved blade and the armor took uh, quite a bit of damage. I mean, pretty much half of its uh, actual total damage or total health. I need Raimi to mend that, and then I will t I will use a resolve point to get back the 21 points of uh, stamina I just lost due to the um, devourer trap, yep. which was so beautiful. Mending does what gives the armor and or weapon 1d4 hit points back. Do you remember how, how much each was down? Yeah, 8 on the weapon and 13 on the armor. In the previous episode, you your armor and weapons got jacked up by being dumped into a pool of acid, and mm -hmm. we've, we've got those numbers here. If you want to try and have Raimi mend them up, it's only d4 hit points back for each casting. He can do it as many times. It's a like a level zero, right, Miles? Correct. Yes. 
So you can do it as many oh. times as you want, but it takes 10 minutes per. So it just kind of depends on how long you want to spend here or how all those rolls go. <laughs> yeah. Um, the I So like the curved blade, it's really, it's way down. I'm not too worried about it because I, I mean, we, we could possibly be here for an hour just, just casting mending. I'm more, I just, I mostly, and I have a ton of, I have a ton of weapons. No dumb, no dumb knack. You're going to get to be dumb knack for as long as you can. <laughs> um, uh, boy, this episode's fun already. But the armor, I w- so I'm just going to put the curved blade away. We'll get that fixed when we're back. Um, I can use the flame doshko. But, okay, uh, so let's, let's for, go for, ahead and the- do the armor. Miles, do you want to roll the D4 or do you want to make him roll it for you? I, I'll roll it. It's fine. <laughs> Ready. We need, we need at least a three. Oh, you got it. Max healage. So four hit points back to that. If it's over half of its hit points, then it loses the broken condition. So yeah, he, yep. he just magically kind of resets some of the, the acid damage that your your suit of armor took. And it still looks, you know, like parts of it are bubbled up from the, the damage it took and, you know, all the, the cool decals he might have had have melted away, but it's serviceable right now. Cool. Yeah, I'm at, uh, yeah, so I'm good. Awesome. So, and as you finish hacking into this computer and you can shut down this laser trap, this massive wall of living laser. All right, I do it. If you take 20, what is that number equivalent to? That would be a 34. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So great, great, easy to disable. And you're pretty sure that it's safe to to walk the rest of this chamber now. Mm -hmm. And as you were getting sliced up, Edros, you did see that there was a door to the north and a door to the south. You guys want to continue on? Any chance I could take a look at this electrical? Is it, is this just like the electricity for the station or? Oh, yeah. So those are not behind a firewall, both okay. the electrical and the life support. And it just looks like they're in kind of a low power mode and you can turn them on. If you turn the lights on, only a few in this chamber light up, but you can hear kind of like more electricity running through the base and the life support, um, same thing. So some air starts flowing throughout yeah, the base. It's a, little, it's a little worrisome that the cult has none of that already going. Oh yeah, no, you I mean, don't hear a thing here. <laughs> yeah. it, I mean, we just we we there's like that pile of dead bodies, and now we find that the base is. I mean, seems empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is. I feel like maybe they stumbled upon something. I'm really worried. <laughs> yeah. I'm really worried, yeah. but but I guess we can move forward. Yeah, I'm well, gonna go ahead and turn. I'm gonna go ahead and turn on life support and turn on the electricity. Sure. Do you want to take a look at this body? Um, this this uh, pile of body parts. Now that you're not gonna get cut up yourself and join it, uh, Ed Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let's uh, take a look at it. Like I originally wanted. <laughs> if anyone has knowledge mysticism, go ahead and roll that for me. Me. Can, can we get Dumb Alindra out of the corner? <laughs> uh oh. Uh, oh no. Natural uh, one. Natural nice. one plus ten, so that's eleven. All right, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take a shot at this as well. Awesome. Twenty one. Hey yo. So while it doesn't seem, Ramy, you're just coming up all question marks. I'm a, I'm a little spent after healing the armor. <laughs> yeah. Ramy, did you get hit by the spores too? <laughs> You've been thinking <laughs> enough today, but. As Andis, you're you're sorting through it. Yeah, this was an undead creature of some sort, uh, maybe a, a, a brace or a, a ghoul. It seems though, yeah, the body was cut into really fine pieces. You know, the the trap just kind of sliced it up. It got hit for a lot of damage. 
Mm. And you find among the gore and bone a metallic skull insignia. Now, if anyone has a culture check, they want to roll me on this. I'll show you what it looks like here. Uh, Do we have time for me to take 20 on culture? It's up to you if you want to spend some time, spend some more time of of your four-hour sentence uh, kind of pondering it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, even at minus four, it would be... uh, 26 if I took if I took 20. Yeah, so that's enough. And if, and it's a minus 5 if it's something with the Elder World. So so this is a marking uh, like a badge insignia of the exiled Yoxian Naval Brigade, the Corpse Fleet. Corpse and, Fleet again. Yeah, you've had some run-ins with them. It looks like they might have been a member. This was like, you know, stuck to a little bit of body parts and clothing. This insignia. Mm. Um, uh, can, is... can we tell if they were trying to get in or trying to get out of this uh, particular area? It looks like the the streak of of body parts kind of makes a, an arrow going towards the the west, so going deeper into the base. Okay, so mm. their arrival. Um, okay, well, do we want to check out the south or the north door? Alendra is slowly making her way to the south. She's still a little dumb. <laughs> so we should probably go to the north. <laughs> uh, why no, double- <laughs> Wait, hold on, Rebecca. Is that why you're just standing in the corner that entire time? I was in the corner, but I'm not anymore. <laughs> okay. now, now you're on the wall. <laughs> I'm following Alindra, and I'm photon attuned. Now, I imagine that that can affect uh, some Solarian abilities, because it's charisma as well, but what is Alindra's wisdom right now? That's your lowest, right? Yeah, it's only... Uh... Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, so it's normally 10, so I guess it'd be a 6. <laughs> so it's like an effective 6, yeah. I mean, you're still at 10, but you're getting a negative 4 to everything that you do um, on on those skill checks. It does affect your will saves, your willpower saves. All right, so we're, we're heading towards the southern door. You enter into a long hallway that stretches both east and west. You see a number of metal doors. A a red light illuminates the darkness here, flickering at at random intervals. It is deathly silence. The air here smells still and dead, and you only see like a few dust motes slowly drifting in the light of your comm units. Where would you like to go? You see some Uh, doors to the south, right? Yes. Yeah, there. You see at least four, it looks like. And then the hallway kind of continues as you enter it, goes around to the north. I mean, I, I think we should basically just do a full search of the whole area. So I think we should just start with the southern doors and make our way up. But wait, if we pick one door and then another door opens and reveals its contents, it's favorable to change doors. <laughs> <laughs> it's this uh, liar's poker or um, the match game. I forget. <laughs> the prisoner's dilemma. <laughs> Is that what we're going for? <laughs> one of those right yeah it's probably one of those uh so which door do you want to go to let's let's speed this up this fun part of door picking Uh, let's start from the right and move to the left okay yep for the south address will open that door i'm gonna open this door just to speed it up okay the second door they you guys enter into them yeah they 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 open up into two rooms that actually are open to one another. <laughs> so, <Convenient>. oh boy, <laughs> it really didn't matter. Uh, sparse cots, threadbare sheets, and foam cushions line the, the floors and the walls here. There are some small shelves and dressers dotted in between them. It's, it's very dark. You see things overturned 
maybe a dresser or two on its side. And it looks uh, like it actually continues on. You see another room to the west and like a room beyond that. And then there's also an open kind of metallic looking room with rows of shelves to the east. Let's not let's not get too spread out amongst all these rooms. Let's uh why don't we search these beds? Maybe we can find somebody's diary or something that could tell us what happened here and then maybe we can search these this all the room with all the shelves. Or some yeah, credits. We'll, <laughs> we'll find some credits. Why don't why don't you guys just move yourselves to whichever room you'd like and make a perception check and I'll tell you what you find in those rooms. Uh, so that's a 27 minus 4 is a 23 for the room that Nack is in. I rolled a two. So Edris, Edris stares at the corner of one of the rooms. Uh, Andis rolls a twenty-five <laughs> in the uh, in that library room with all the bookshelves. So they're they're not bookshelves. They're kind of like metallic shelves. You actually see you well, can put we'll books get on them. <laughs> you think they could be bookshelves? Alrighty, so I'm just going to go through the rooms left to right. Alindra, you're in the furthest west room and poking about. You don't really find anything. You get a little tired, maybe, and you, you sit down on one of these cots, and you feel something something lumpy underneath the end of the sheet. It is a data pad. It's like a locked data pad and a cred stick, and you can easily access that cred stick. It has got 1,700 credits on it. Wow. It's a, well, I, uh, you can try and hack into this. It's a tier one data pad that you found. I'll give it a shot. Is it a computer? It is. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Your role playing is amazing. (laughs) So what's that? Uh, that'd be a, that'd be a 10, I guess. Yeah. With a negative four. Yeah. You're not able to, (laughs) you're not able to get it open. So let's, let's go down the line. Ramey in the, the middle chamber here. You don't find much of anything it's pretty pretty sparse just find a lot of destroyed beds and, and containers here knack in the, the chamber to the far right that everyone kind of entered into it does look like there's a lot of detritus strewn about here but you see one set of drawers uh, in the the back of the room that look completely immaculate it doesn't look like anyone's pulled them out or messed around with them are you poking about yes poking the bear okay and you have rolled your perception check a 27 so that's minus four so it's 23 yes as you open up the doors to the dresser a large humming noise comes from the wall behind it and it sprays an arc of deadly deadly laser beams uh, towards you (laughs) singeing the air burning your flesh make a reflex save (laughs) oh gosh oh it's a 12 come on Excellent. You know what's the, the worst part about this? And you'll love it. The DC to spot this trap is 27. <laughs> okay. We could have waited the four hours. Yeah, just go eat a sandwich. Have a nap. <laughs> have a post greasier nap. This one is not as damaging. Uh, well, maybe not as damaging as the, the trap that tried to kill Tyler. Right, it's actually a little bit more damage, though, as that is 28 points of fire damage, just burning holes right through Nax's rack. Ow! Uh, yeah, you guys might hear some laser beam sounds cutting through an Ahsoki. Do, do you go running? Yeah. How, how are you doing, Nack? Uh, I have two stamina left. Hey, you're fine. Yeah, let me get to this last room here that 
uh, Edros and Andis, you oh, are so, poking so, about through. So there wasn't even anything good in the drawers? Ah, oh, sh- sugar. Yes, no, I forgot about what's in the drawers. <laughs> of course there was. There was a sweet laser in the drawers. <laughs> the laser trap. Oh, I guess you want the stuff inside? You, yeah, you didn't say that. It you didn't say that you continued to open the doors. Unless so it's like you unless it's like an it. active grenade that's about to go off. No, I don't want that. But if it's like <laughs> some credits or like a data pack. Not a single credit, but inside the drawer you find a number of armor upgrades and weapon fusions, including a brown force field, a Mark I electrostatic field, a bleeding fusion seal, and what looks like a like skull and spike infused vicious fusion seal this is one that you guys don't have access to so if you take a look at it later i can explain what it does but it is like a cult of the devourer kind of focused uh weapon fusion vicious adds a a boost special weapon property and uh, gives gives you know weapons that you have sealed some some extra extra damage for every like six levels the weapon has Cool. (laughs) Let's get to this room that Andis and Adros are in. You enter into this metal grated floor. You see three large shelves. And also, Andis, as you walk in, you see the remains of what looks like three robots, security robots. Mm. Robots are in a few piles and a there's a whiff of burning electrical smoke still coming out of this one that's closest to you, like a a giant laser wound, a blast in its chest. But yeah, amongst these metallic shelves, there are a few dusty pistols, some long arms strewn haphazardly amongst dozens of empty weapon mounts. Hmm. What would you like to do? I'm, well, let's see. So we've got, we have a dead security robot and a bunch of missing weapons. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm presuming that you're, that you're not telling us what the, uh, level of the weapons are because we're not allowed to like loot the loot the rest of them <laughs> oh you haven't told me that you're you're entering or taking guns you, you're just standing at the the entrance right now that's what you see from the entrance okay then i enter the room yeah you want to do you want to like go and start picking these guns up oh I, yeah i want to go like take a look and see what they are right so amongst them yeah it looks like most of them are in pretty poor state they are almost all of them you find broken or jammed or require some some fixing probably why they were left here mm-hmm. but you find a a pulse caster pistol mm-hmm. a red star plasma rifle Ooh. a blue and yellow chromed thunderstrike sonic pistol and a utility scatter gun there's no no ammo to be found here they're all emptied as well but they all sound so cool <laughs> as as you move in and get a better look at these robots on the ground you see another thing amongst the shelves, Andis. Looks like a body part. Hmm. Gory sight uh, of a, a gray, kind of uh, pale-skinned arm that seems to be detached, kind of tore off at the elbow. Hmm. I'm going to go pull on it. <laughs> <laughs> As you, you pick it up, you see, you know, turning it over, protruding from the forearm, what looks like almost a wound, but it's actually kind of grafted into the skin itself, is a large, like, foot-long blade made of bone mm. so so it's a so it's a uh, like an ulna <laughs> oh what yeah <laughs> no, it's like an ulna that just like poked through or no this looks like it looks like a bone that was grown perhaps specifically to form into a blade why don't, why don't you give me engineering uh, a dc or 
Why don't you give I me an engineering not. check? Uh, 27. That's real good. So this is DC 24. This is a necrograft. It is a <gasps> body augment that is like not used with regular magic or technology. It's created, crafted like inside people using necromancy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, they have organs and limbs and other body parts that can be installed via dark rituals. Mm. Um, what, what, why don't you give me a culture check to see if you've what you know about these things? Why don't I? Uh, Sixteen, right? So you're not too sure about these. You've you've heard about them before, but I don't think you've ever seen. I toss it. I toss it one. in the other room at Knack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. not sure if you've seen them like live in front of you. Yeah. So do you guys want to join up together? I'm gonna search the robot first. What's what's going on with the robot? Well, why don't you make an engineering check for me there as well? Oh, well. Uh, 20? So looking over the remains of of one of these robots, it does seem that a a laser blast and maybe a few sword cuts brought down this one, and it seems like it was destroyed pretty recently, maybe within the last few days. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, gang, I don't know what you guys found, but in here we got some a variety of uh, weapons, some of them broken, some of them... uh, in disrepair, but we got a lot of empty weapon mounts. Makes me think somebody might have raided this place for some weapons. And in the meantime, we have security robot with a with a bone hole in it. We got uh, <laughs> an an undead arm with a bone sword. So I think we can piece this together. Alindra, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. What, well, why doesn't after you kind of spell that out, anybody else can give me a a culture check real quick. <laughs> so that's a uh a 36 minus four which is a 32 from knack just a 32 knack <laughs> knack uh, knows well. i i fought is, some lasers <laughs> this is pretty common for eox it, it's a a common practice to create these things on the the undead planet of eox and it's also said to be very popular amongst the corpse fleet mm-hmm yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yep. Guys, I think there might be corpse fleet people here. What? what? I know. I know. That's that's not. That can't be. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It, it seems like it seems like this facility came under attack by the by the corpse fleet, maybe. And so we should we should be on our guard. And Andis goes ahead and pulls out the laser rifle. Well, perhaps. Seeing as if we know the corpse fleet is here, I don't think we should go wandering these halls with our two friends acting very strange. And we do have, my equipment is still somewhat damaged, and we do have some weapons here that are damaged. Perhaps if we spend some time, hopefully our friends will feel better, and Raimi can cast mending on a bunch of these, my armor and weapon, and some of the weapons here, and we can increase our arsenal. What do you guys guys think? You guys want to take a nap? Yes! Yeah, let's do it. Four hour okay. nap. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you found some cots and you can stand them upright. And um, did, did you want to keep that data pad to yourself, Alendra? Or oh, oh, good point. Yeah, I'd like to um, show it to. I'll show it to Rainy. I'll spread the love. All right. Uh, so I guess I'll, I'll take the data pad and take a look at it. Yeah. Why don't you give me a computer check? All right. Twenty one. Awesome. So this is just tier one. So believe that is just enough. Bleep bloop. Right, so after you are able to unlock the data pad, Raimi, you can you know lay down on one of the cots and kind of pour through it. 
you find like maybe some electronic messages, just like what seems like day to day stuff, maybe some video games and a Yoxian reality TV show called Blood Royale. And then kind of tucked away is a single video file that reads do not delete in capital letters. All right. I, I obviously I play that one. So as you play it, you see what seems to be in this very room or one very similar to it, a tall, lanky alien and a short woman. Uh, it's a Verthani man and a, a gnomish. Well, it looks like a young girl, um, oh, wow. like a, a teen. They're sitting in this room on the floor. Their legs crossed in a, a meditative pose, and they are both wearing robes of acolytes, uh, the same ones you found on the bodies seemingly sacrificed to the Scree Sire topside. And they're just kind of going back and forth, singing this low, grunting ululation, kind of marked at intervals with them intoning, Niara knows, Niara knows, Niara knows. And yeah, it seems to be maybe some kind of part instructional video for the, the gnome. It's a very short, maybe three minute clip, but also, man, it, it seems very important just based on that. The file was kind of like isolated on the data pad and, and that, that file name. Why don't you, Raimi, give me a mysticism check. See if, see if you have heard what they're talking about before. All right. 27. Awesome. Yeah. So in your mystical readings, you have indeed heard this name, uh, Nyara, that they're saying. She was an apocalyptic elven author, and she wrote a, a pretty famous treaty, a, a text called The Entropy of Existence and the Glorious Rise of the Void. Not something that you've read yourself, perhaps, but... Am I familiar with what the, the context of the, the work is? Oh, yeah. No, it's like apocalyptic prophecies and you know okay so it's it's prophecies is it uh i guess what i what i think this might be what the basis of the cult is uh around maybe the start of the cult it could probably easily be extrapolated for cultist and and cult of the devourer kind of activities you didn't think of the text at first like that it's pretty old you know maybe a few hundred years old but from what you remember of it yeah it's all about the like the heat death of the universe and she was like a, a soothsayer who seemed to have these visions of the the entire uh, universe kind of burning down burning to cinders this seems a little familiar with the temple of the 12 and all that stuff mm -hmm. well we are we are fighting a cult that wants to see the end of the entire known universe yeah right. the elves being involved and you know all that stuff mm. yeah. uh yes so was this text, I mean, Alindra spent a lot of time in that library. Was this text in that library? It was not. Is it it was, newer than that? It, it was a lot newer. So the, okay. the Temple of the Twelve, you know, maybe thousands of years old parts of it. Gotcha. And okay. was definitely sealed up more than, you know, two or three hundred years ago. But this, this writing is, you know, between 150, 250 years old, somewhere in there. She lived a, a pretty long life, it seemed, so... So, uh, yeah, R Remy's a, a little uh, unquieted by the video and by uh, the knowledge of, of what could possibly be the origin of this cult and it not being something that's just a new age bad guys. This could be something very old and sinister. And he's starting to kind of feel the, the weight of what their, their quest may be and uh, goes up to Andis, I think, to share uh, what he's found since, he, mm -hmm. since Andis won't be resting uh, the way the others are. Yeah, yeah. Andis is just gonna stand watch outdoors. So okay, well, you got like four hours, so I mean, you can show it around and, and talk about it. 
Yeah. Um, right. No, I, I just figured everyone was kind of recovering and taking naps and stuff. So I didn't want to bother them since two of them are, are trying to s- sleep it off. And then, you know, Edris is trying to tend his his wounds and his armor. So, so I, I, I yeah. like the gnome song. <laughs> and also, Remy doesn't want to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can you can show it. And Andis, you can watch that and t- take a look through the data pad. If we did want to spend this time repairing some of the weapons, if any of you want to pick one of them up, that will require <laughs> your touch, Raimi, <laughs> Miles. You're the only one with mending. So. Right. right. So you got, you got a lot to do here. But I'm the only thing. one, man! Well, thanks for the data pad. I'll watch this on loop for about three and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh, I have boy. a question. Oh. Do we know who it belongs to? I'm, I'm intrigued by the do not delete message. Like, that implies that, I mean, like, why would they not want to delete this? Like, why is it so important? Yeah, that's something maybe you can find out as we venture on. Let's yeah. go ahead and speed the play of you guys napping for four hours. Okay, so you've got some time, uh, some downtime here. And Miles, you can get to repairing these weapons. Uh, who wants to pick up one of these guns and have Miles, uh, have Remy repair it? Me. I would like the Sonic Pistol, the Thunderstrike. Okay, okay. so that's 10 minutes there. Uh, anybody else? I would really like to hang on to this Red Star Plasma Rifle. This looks pretty dope. Awesome. And you've got some more time. Did you want to work on Edros's weapon, the, uh, the curved steel blade? That would be super awesome. Okay, so uh, Miles, why don't you go ahead and just, you've got enough time to, I think, heal it up, even if you roll terrible. Why don't you roll 10d4 for me? Yeah, All right. Spend like an hour and a half kind of working on them. So many and fours. You, you add all that up, Tyler, and I'm sure that will put you over half. And then let's, uh, let's move on with a much smarter, more alert, and charismatic Alindra Vallis and, and Nax Sizrak. Man, oh, that was a good nap. I, uh, you know, Adras, there's something about you that, I don't know, I just wake up liking you more. I don't know. Okay, so where do you guys want to go next? Uh, quick question, is this a passageway right here, or is that just a weird uh, mark on the wall? It is. The um, They continue on into a, a darkened room, these these quarters, these uh, what looks like crew quarters. Is that the way you want to continue? Sure. Yeah. I will, Edros will head through into that dark. All right, everyone's going together into this darkened room here. As you walk inside, uh, you can throw your calm lights on. It looks like a, a small commissary. Uh, the kitchen and dining area here is a mess. Small bugs and flies swarm over trays left out to rot. And from the kitchen, you see spills of green and, and brown liquids covering the floor containers that once probably stored fresh meat and animal milk is now overgrown with purple fungus and green mold. Why isn't everybody here? Go ahead and make me a fortitude save. And just a reminder, those of you that have that sweet, sweet mountain eel jacket can, you have got one reroll per day. I don't think anyone's using it on the the rock yet. Can we find out if we make it before we use the reroll? Yes. Did did you roll a 22? I did. Rebecca, you're fine. Okay. (laughs) I'll, I'll give you a hint on the lower end of that knack 
that eight is a fail. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm gonna use my uh, eel jacket to uh, reroll this fort save. I imagine that you just like you're about to oh, something bad's about God. to happen. So you just like pull the jacket over your nose yeah. or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm, I am also gonna use my reroll. Awesome. Except I still only rolled a ten. Pronto. I rolled a nine. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Obviously, nine is gonna be a failure. 10, Mac is going to be a failure. Let's see. Edros, you've rolled a 21. Andis, 9 is a failure. And Alindra is, is fine. So Andis, Mac, and... Wait, it's an 11. Is that ca- does that help? If it's disease or mind affecting or poison or anything like that. Right. This is indeed, yeah, no, a sickening effect as, as uh, you know, those of you that fail the sight, smell, and the pungent taste that kind of coats the back of your throats leaves you all sickened here 11 is not going to be enough unfortunately and mm-hmm. the three of you that failed gain the uh, sickened condition for for a few minutes here and that's just a minus two to ability checks attack rolls weapon damage rolls saving throws and skill checks all right everybody let's go lay back down for a few hours <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to uh exit out and what do you want what do you want to do uh, can can we do a general perception check to see if there's anything in this room of value? Yeah, you don't really see anything. It just looks about everything has been spoiled here. There is an open portal to a, a darker room to the, the north, but don't really find anything of value here. Let's get out of here. Uh, I'd like Ed, to explore Ed, the northern chamber. Right. So as you enter into this chamber here, it's darkened, save for a massive bank of 30 vid screens a few VR emitters. The screens tower to the ceiling 15 feet above, along with panels of inset buttons, knobs, and switches. The screens all seem to be dimmed to show a total solar eclipse of the sun. Hovering on their screens, the light muted, but not so dimmed that you can't make out the large rotting corpse of a creature in the middle of the room. If you look it over, it's about the length, the size of a monitor lizard, and it's got a a ruddy, crusty red skin, four sharp uh, clawed legs, and its head, its tongue's hanging out into a pool of, of congealed blood. Above its toothy maw, you see the cavities of two deep eye holes but it's it's not just you know where the eyes were once on this corpse they're just black pits and you can't seem to see the bottom of them wasn't anyone with a mysticism check give me a a roll you can figure out what this is okay (laughs) (laughs) so it's 19 minus is it one two that's 17 yeah no the because you are still sick and you're just a little confused it doesn't look like anything you, you seem to seem to know offhand, but might get another chance at this because uh, wasn't everyone give me a perception check? Come on, roll twenty. So from just where you're, you guys are at, as you are looking over this thing, another one of these creatures, a gaunt, angry-looking one, stirs from the the corner behind the bank of monitors and lets out a great. Bellow, and we are in initiative. Turn order. Oh, yes. Alrighty, so this thing turns the corner and starts walking towards you. Oh, well, he's friendly. Yeah, that, um, I, he could be my cousin. I don't know. Maybe I should try talking to him. <laughs> it's not. You're, you're much better looking. Don't sell it off short. Is he, though? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. About I him. mean, I'm red scaled, he's red scaled. Uh, we're pretty close. Do yeah. Have, so the, do you have this smoke coming out of your eye holes? Because uh, yeah, this living one it looks pretty <laughs> wicked. It does 
where its eyes would be just have these big old holes these, these black holes with smoke billowing out of it pretty pretty rough stuff and it has gone on its surprise round nobody saw this thing moving it's moved forward towards you and as it does i need everybody to go ahead and give me a will save <laughs> what Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we rested, or you would have gotten minuses to this. Uh huh. Ooh, we got uh, some high rolls so far. Keep them coming, folks. So my sickened state does does that affect my will save? Yes, it is a negative two. Oh, so it's uh, only still. a twenty-three. So this is minus two, but plus two if it's mind affecting. This. <laughs> 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 What'd you roll? Doesn't matter. Six. <laughs> it is indeed a mind affecting effect. As this thing comes forward, you got to start looking into its billowing, smoke filled eyes. You get the sense of being crushed, being left in the the dark, and suddenly the you kind of feel like you're free floating in space. The darkness surrounding you. And it looks like we've got a couple of failures here. Andis and Raimi, both of you guys are confused. Oh, no. As per the ability. And I'll warn you guys, if you are looking at this thing, this ability happens every turn. Looking looking (laughs) into this this thing's gaze. It's a void gaze. So that's fun. Uh, Turn one at the top of the turn order is Edros, who... you looked straight into evil's eyes and it apparently <laughs> made you chuckle a little bit. Uh, this is full turn order. What would you like to do? I'm going to try and get in behind this thing and hopefully it will turn around and face me so that it's not facing everybody else and then everybody else can just shoot it. <laughs> um, okay. So you're going to try and run past it? Yeah, I'm going to run past it and get in between it and the corpse of its buddy. So mm-hmm. I probably will provoke, I am assuming. But I'm Oh yeah, mo- most definitely. It's going to try and bite your head off. It probably does. 18, that's a hit. Its giant maw comes down on your leg as you're passing by. Ooh, minimum damage. Roll the one. So 12 points of damage. Okay. And what would you like to do? While I'm moving, I would have pulled out the curved blade and go ahead and try and strike this thing. 19! 19 on the dice! 30 for 14 points of damage. All right, yeah, you slash at its hide. It goes right through, cutting into the side of this beast. It bellows in your direction. Next in the turn order is Alindra. So I'm in kind of a tough spot. I can either move straight forward um, and flank with Adras, or I can move to the side and try to get on its side so that I'm not blocking our ranged players. All right, so I'm I'm just going to stay where I am and take advantage of the flanking bonus and stellar rush uh, straight at this thing. Oh, boy. And you want to do an attack or- uh, yeah, or... I'm just going to do a melee attack at the end. Okay. So that's a 15. Ooh, that is not including, though, your flanking, right? Oh, right. So 17. Yeah, no, four on a dice. Unfortunately, that is a miss. Rush up to this thing, and it's so busy uh, fighting a dross, it kind of just jumps out of the way as you are bringing your sword to bear on it. Next in the turn order is Raimi. Now, Raimi, why don't you go ahead and roll me a D100 for the confused okay. table? 
Oh, this is where it gets off. A 40. Uh, that is do nothing, but <laughs> babble incoherently. <laughs> That's a good thing. Classic. <laughs> uh, after your entire turn, next. Waka waka. Nexus Rack. Oh, proc, another monster. Get it. Uh, and then I'm also going to quick draw my Corona laser pistol and attempt to fire it at the baddie. It's going to be a 22 to hit. A 22 minus four because you are shooting past Alindra. She is near direct line of fire. Is just a hit. Woo, and it's going to do 18 a, EAC. It's going to do a whopping five points of damage. Every five, little bit. Five more than Alindra just did, son. Five also, on the board. <laughs> Everyone that is not affected by Confuse right now, go ahead and give me another willpower safe. I mean, who is that? That is Edros, Alindra, and Nack, I believe. Oh, okay, well, but but the but I mean, correct me. I, I I guess correct me if I'm wrong here. But the dog can only face one direction. So either that is looking very at wrong. Okay. Not how gaze attacks work at all. Yeah. Three failures. Everyone is confused up until this next round, and it is going to send a couple of bites. One at Alindra, one at a Dross. It's writhing back and forth, trying to bite both of you, bite a leg, an arm, whatever it can get. It's teeth into edros this first attack natural one natural one <laughs> natural one does this does uh, this trigger the crit fail deck because it is one level above you guys it does yes Yay! Ooh, you needed that right now crit fail deck on cosmiccrit.com you can get this and roll a melee a ranged or a magical uh this is a melee attack it's trying to bite this is this is pretty ooh, this is pretty rough because there is no save with this one uh submitted by our own uh deli bird uh thank you deli bird this is called whoopsie <laughs> this bite whiffs and does not contact uh doesn't do deadly squat but it gives the this creature the flat-footed condition until the end of the next round <sighs> Won't matter, because we're all confused. <laughs> uh, it's going to continue and try and bite Alindra Vallis. Negative four. Rebecca, what is your KAC? 21. So I've rolled a five, and that is just a miss with... Wait, no. Minus four. 13 plus five. Yeah, I've rolled, I've rolled an 18, so that is a miss. Yes. And yeah, it just seems so confused by having two of you... Uh, jumping on either side of it. Andis147, go ahead and give me that D100. It's your turn. Pew. Uh oh. That's 74. 74 is. Uh, <laughs> Deal 1D8 like plus strength by yeah, fire to self with item in hand. We're, we're back on the drift rock. I remember this fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, you deal some damage to yourself. Go ahead and roll that. That's uh, three damage to me. Very low. Hmm. And we're back to the top of the order. Turn two, Edros Faranus. Give me that D100 roll. 89. Oh, attack nearest creature. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'll take it. Guess who that is? <laughs> that, is that is this just... massive creature that is making you go mad right now. That was that was part of the other reason I wanted to isolate myself from everybody <laughs> else. Because if I if you get the attack nearest thing and it's like Alindra or Raimi... <laughs> You guys are in deep trouble. I'm just going to say, Andis is very close to Nack right now. <laughs> it is behind him if he wants to shoot him in the back of the head. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, that's a hit. 26 altogether. 13 points of damage. 
Okay, yep. Alrighty. Alrighty, yeah, you've slashed at it a couple of times. Alindra Vallis, D100 roll. <laughs> this is the confusion fight. I'm glad I got everybody. Alright, that's a 28, so I do oh. nothing but babble. It's the least fun one. <laughs> I know. Well, I think we can make it... I, I think we can make it more fun, and I think this should be a, a podcast rule. If you babble incoherently, you just have to say Pangle Wangle a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Overruled. Uh, that is not incoherent. That is perfectly coherent. Okay. Uh, let's move on to Raimi. Miles, your turn. I am going to move so that I can get a decent shot on the creature, so I'm not in direct mm-hmm. line of sight with the Lindra. Right, so you still got a little bit of cover uh, from her, but you are moving into the room and and hiding behind this bank of computers. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to fire my laser rifle. Ooh, never mind. (laughs) You want dice? That's a mess. Uh, Nack Sizrak. Now, Nack is confused. Let's see what Nack does. Say 74, which is... So close. That's you dealing damage to yourself. 1d8 plus strength mod, which... (laughs) Take that, bad strength. Uh, Yeah, you just start beating yourself in the head with your pistol. (laughs) So that's a a, uh, 4 plus negative 1. So that's (laughs) 3. That is how that works. All right. (laughs) It is the creature's turn. It's still got a couple of targets, so it's still going to try and give a bite attack to both of you at Dross. Mm-hmm. Your KAC? 23. 23. I have rolled a 7. That is a miss. Oh, boy. Okay. Alindra. Ballast. 19 on the dice. Oh, it's going to be a hit. From, uh, let's see, 17 points of damage. Yeah, it comes in as you are just standing there, kind of like staring into space. Bites you uh, fully on your arm that is still holding the, the energy blade. Everyone that is not confused this round, so that's going to be Andis and Raimi. Go ahead and give me another willpower save. Raimi and Andis, both of those are failures, <sighs> and you are on the next time you go. Uh, for right now, for Andis, uh, confused. Andis, go ahead and give me that D100 roll. 87, 78. I can do math. <laughs> <laughs> that is fire upon the nearest creature. And thankfully, because Raimi ran into the room, both Nack and Raimi are equidistant from you. So, all right, Drew, what do you want? Do you want a higher low? Do you want to? Do you want to choose, or do you want to roll? We technically considered creatures, or all right, Nack, you're high. You're a rat. So, all right, (laughs) Nack, it is. I target Nack and I shoot him in the face. (laughs) He's so high damage. Oh, 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 no, it's oh. just a 12 on the attack. Oh, hey, it's a miss. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> well, this is like the lowest Andis has ever rolled. Yeah, so you're... It's because I didn't really want to hit him. Andis yeah, well, you're flame head. <laughs> the, the laser shot goes wide, bounces off the wall. We're back to the top of the turn order with Edros. Edros, now you are not confused this round because you just went through confusion round. Yeah. What would you like to do? Uh, I've hit this thing twice. I mean, he has no idea. He's just, you know, he doesn't know what this thing is. So let's just keep swinging. Uh, this time, let's let's full attack. Let's go for the two attacks. I am flanking after all, so. That is correct. First attack, minus two. Uh... <laughs> That's going to be a 26. That 
is a hit. Of yes. Course. <laughs> I, I was. I thought you were talking about the damage because your damage is super yeah. high. Too. I, that's why I was laughing so hard because that's twenty-one points of damage. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. All right. Yeah, you hack into this thing's hindquarter, nearly severing its long flowing tail from its body 21 points of damage oh boy oh. it is looking really hurt after that oh one more please please give it to me rolls oh 23 to hit uh 23 is a hit yes Thir- 13 points of damage okay yeah both those hit it is very angry at you <laughs> alindra valis Looking at Adras showing off with his double attack, she's going to take a double attack All and right. probably fail. We'll <laughs> yeah, so that's a 19 by minus two. Mm-hmm. 17 is going to be a miss. Yeah. You missed a second attack, though. Yeah. Never know. And that's even worse. Ooh, so yeah. she failed. <laughs> Ooh. She's <Already>. embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to Raimi. Raimi, you are confused this round. Go ahead and give me that D100 roll. 38, which oh. is do nothing but babble incoherently. That is cool. wham, wham, wazzle. <laughs> Make a new catchphrase every time. Nax Sizrak. And act normally. What would you like to do? Get him. And then I'm going to shoot it with my Corona laser pistol. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Natural one. Uh, Critical. Oh, oh boy. This is from another one of my favorite fans out there. Thank you so much, JJJ. Oh, this is. No. <laughs> yeah, but Tyler knows. These are awful. These are so bad. He's, he's, not, he's like our greatest worst fan. Huh? Uh, Drew, I don't want you to worry about Andis missing that headshot because you have rolled reverse headshot. <laughs> uh, you were so confused in this last turn. You're like picking up your gun, you were holding it backwards, uh, <laughs> staring down the barrel of it, and you've shot yourself in the head. Dealing. <laughs> Double damage to yourself. So go ahead and give me another uh, damage roll. Oh, I, don't e- I don't even know how to do this. Uh, roll an attack. Oh. Just roll an attack. Oh, my. Oh, below. Yes! Right, so, so, four. <laughs> so, what, just uh, 11 points of damage. Uh, Andis did more to you in the free. <laughs> okay, wow, rough. Wow. Rough stuff. On this thing's turn... It is going to actually move and get closer to a dross out of out of the way uh, from Alindra. This this creature kind of rears up on its back legs and tries for one bite, one giant bite against him. That's a hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, for 15 points of damage. Now, everyone that is currently not confused or ha- has been confused this turn, it's willpower save time. Oh. <sighs> So that is going to be Edra Salindra. Mac. Oh, God. Yes. Prunk. Yes, great. Awesome. <laughs> three, uh, three failures. All right. You see Andis147, everyone around you, shooting themselves and babbling incoherently. Uh, you've got a clear bill of health. Uh, what, what does Andis want to do? Okay. So at this point, I'm not confused. Correct. Okay, because you were confused last round, right? Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll track it and take a shot. Have not even gotten oh, a move oh, action yet oh this this whole combat. I'm done. I hate it. I hate it. It's <laughs> bad, and I hate it. <laughs> I'm I'm 
I rolled a ten, Patrick. I rolled a, a second ten. two. That is that's gonna be a miss, but it's it's not shooting yourself in the head, bad. Uh, uh, take it, uh, taking us to turn four. Edros Veronis, give me that D one hundred roll. Uh, this I just never have wanted something more dead. Please, please attack nearest thing. Eighty four. Hey. Yeah, that is indeed attacked nearest oh. creature. Oh, great! Uh, I assume a, I can only. Yeah, give me a single attack against it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I figure I wasn't that lucky. Here we go. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! I'm just. I am destroying this. <laughs> yeah, you've nine. You've done like sixty points of damage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what these are, but I think they might be the cousins I don't like because I'm <laughs> killing this thing. Yeah. It's. It's not. It's not doing well. Alindra Vallis, your turn. Give me a D100. All right, 66. So that's hey. deal 1D8 plus strength mod to myself. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So plus your five strength. Oh, man. Oh. I was bragging about how high my strength was the other day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paying for it now. All right, uh, oh, 1D8. Gosh. Pride goes before, before the confused. The yeah. All right, so one plus five. So that's a six. Oh. Ramy Quindar, you've got your mind back. What would you like to do? I'm going to do a mysticism check. Okay, so you already failed on the dead one. I'm going to allow you to roll another here because this okay. creature looks a lot different alive with smoke billowing out of its eye. Oh, boy. 27. Yeah, you know this as a violisk. It's a, a magical beast found on a few vast worlds. Rarely captured uh, because it you know, creates this maddening state in everyone <laughs> that uh, looks in its direction. But those from the, the pact have studied it out in the wild before, have given them the na- name Void Basilisks. Yeah. So you've rolled a 27, so you can get uh, a little bit more information. It's Void Gaze attack is, yeah, just about everybody within range here, and it is a will save to stave off being confused for a round. I think we figured out basically how that works. Any any other piece of information you'd like to add it? Any defense, offense? Yeah, is there a way to, um, like, outside of a will save to, like, turn off its ability to, to put gaze off? Right, so with these gaze attacks, you can just leave, not looking at, at it completely, or you can, like, try and avert your eyes, which gives you a little bit of a bonus. But if you just don't look at it, it, it won't work. It, it's gaze attack. Okay, so I tell everyone to if 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 they if if you don't look at it, its effects can't harm you. And I close my eyes. All right. Is there is there any action you'd like to do? Yeah, I'm gonna cast magic missile. <laughs> <laughs> That's allowed. <laughs> so you you can kind of pinpoint where it is before you you close on up. But uh, go ahead and roll me that damage. All right. So that's uh, six nine. I'm sorry, math is hard. Thirteen. Right, so all three of the magic missiles buff it into its side, and it falls over dead. Yeah, uh, well. smoke, <laughs> the mo- smoke stopping uh, coming out from its eyes, <laughs> and your eyes are still closed. <laughs> Everyone's very confused. So I just look like a jackass. For next time, everyone, everyone knows how to beat these next time, and we're out of combat. Oh, uh, we still, still have, dejected. We, we still have the confusion to deal with, but yes. Yes, if you were still confused. I don't, I don't think anyone was still confused. We, we got... Oh, Knack. Knack was still confused. Knack, give me a D100 roll. Thank you so much, Tyler. You're welcome. So so helpful. That's for all the Ed Ross impersonations. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, great. That's uh, babbling coherently, yeah. And Dross is the best character on this show. He does so many high rolls. He's such All a right. valuable member of the team. <laughs> All right, so we are left with, yeah, now an empty <laughs> chamber. Do you guys want to take a look around here, this, this giant computer embankment? Yeah. Yes. Uh, have we done a general perception check in this room, or after the, uh, or, or is that something that? Well, not while you were inside it. If you want to take a look around, you. Can. Say twelve on the dice, twenty-two for Knack. twenty-four mm. for Raimi. twenty-three. Oh boy, you guys it all rolled really well. <laughs> you, you found all my nooks and crannies here. As you are looking around to this back corner where it seemed to emerge from, you see a a small uh, nest of what looks like some some rags, some torn up clothing, and six leathery black eggs that are giving off uh, small wisps of smoke. And, and Rami, you can tell now that you're no longer confused that, yeah, these are Vialisk eggs. Ooh. Is that something we should destroy, or is that something we can... Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I think we should destroy it. Are they like eggs that could, we could throw at a group of enemies and cause them to be confused? Like, well, well they, they just said... They're not grenades. Well, <laughs> no. well Rami just realized that, like, that they were very rarely ever caught mm-hmm. like this could be the like one of the only times that these things are captured alive like in a generation they could be worth a, a good amount to the a certain someone that is looking <laughs> for a guard dog of sorts uh maybe a a, a cult that worships <laughs> the void and death <laughs> Yeah, if we could find those guys, we could make a fortune. <laughs> yeah, you really got to track these, these guys down. Be like, I heard you're missing two dealers. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy, do I have the deal for you? Uh, yeah, but you can you can gather them up, uh, put them in a bag. Do you, do you want to take a look at this computer system? Yes. Right. So as you guys are are taking a look into it, uh, you notice these all these monitors are interconnected into one giant computer network, a tier three computer network. Uh, so it is going to be a DC 25 computers check to, to access it. Okay. Does anybody want to roll that? Do you want to work together? What do you want to do? Yeah, I figured it is one or come with me. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. No, no, it doesn't look like anybody can do it by themselves. And you want to take a crack? All right. Yeah. I'll, let me, let me see what I got here. Yeah. 23. Hmm. Yeah, no, it doesn't seem like you guys are able to crack at DC 25. But as you are poking in, you do realize that there is a a bypass that can help you through it. It seems to use a vocal imprint. So it would allow you to unlock this a little little easier. One of the cultists' voice that worked here probably uh, oh. would help to unlock it. <laughs> Use the video. Use the datapad video. Does Rami, do you still have that? Yeah, I'll, I'll take out the data pad and press play. Okay, so yeah, Niara knows, Niara knows. It does unlock that aspect, and oh. you guys, if you want to team up, you can make another computer's check. Sure. Or you can roll individually, whatever you'd like. Just let me know. Going to do that. Uh, I'll roll so, it with somebody, uh, whoever wants to help. Uh, go ahead and roll, and then I'll help if need be. 27. Hey, <laughs> you're all much better at it this time. <laughs> Teaming up together, you unlock the computer and you notice that there are three separate primary data modules labeled one, activities, two, intelligence, and three, sacred lore. I'm going to select activities first. So tons of data files kind of spill onto all the screens. And, you know, th- these are like 10 by 10 screens kind of like arrayed throughout 
Uh, there's a few holographic emitters to the side, and a sort of manifesto or creed for this sect of the cult is outlined uh, amongst these pages. You see day-to-day activities, some videos of ritualistic torture, perhaps of those unlucky enough to stray close to their rock. There's some grainy footage from up top of people being fed alive to the Scree Sire. And then you also see videos of what looks like uh, them stabbing acolytes and, while they're still alive, implanting the Scree Sire eggs on their person. Another screen pops up, more gruesome violence. The devouring trap, the laser wall, is slicing a young female dwarf in a miner's outfit to shreds. And as you kind of recoil uh, seeing this, remembering back to a fellow android that used to be used for sport back on Depthsis, and all of a sudden your exocortex, a will of its own, transposes through the hollow emitters, the, the memory of this android's face onto the screen. It is pretty overwhelming stuff. Yeah, I shoot I shoot the screen. <laughs> oh, is this going to be like your 20 for that? No, no. no, but that's still a hit. Yeah, you can shoot that one out. Close out of this if you'd want. You see some other things in here, including what looks like a large cryptic tome of text. It's the entropy of existence and glorious rise of the void on the, the center monitors. This is the, the, the tome they were talking about in that video. Yeah, so uh, th- this is the one that was written by Nierara. And it's a, an apocryphal text, and it talks about how the gap was just a precursor to a greater destruction of just the entirety of existence. Uh, you can read through it here, but you find a large swath of it has been redacted, extracted, extruded, and stored behind another uh, uh, a firewall in in the module marked Sacred Lore. Mm. Why, don't, why, don't, why don't I try this one? Okay. Are, are you okay at this, though? All right. Uh, did I trigger any countermeasures? Yeah, what did you roll here? I rolled a 19, so what are they? There is no countermeasures, but that roll <coughs> is not enough to get past. Okay, okay. So we can could have been assisted with, or uh... yeah, and you can also if we just want to hand wave and take twenty on that one, you can. Oh, let's do it. Just take six minutes. So as you hack into it, hacking montage here, (laughs) uh, and while it's secured by the behind the firewall, it doesn't seem to be uh, any countermeasures. It contains information about the devour, kind of their their religious focus, the entropy of the the universe. Mm, good. We should probably uh, download all this. As you're looking over these gospels, these sacred texts, a the, the high priority text that was blacked out in the activities as it is accessed, a hologram of an elven woman pops out from the emitter. She stands about your height, has wickedly spiked hair, and her eyes are whited out. And, and she reads out. She looks like she's talking to like a large group of people. She says... In the maw of the Twelve lies the key. Forsooth shall all be undone. When the knee meets the gorge, so far the whitening gyre implodes magnificently. I was expecting her to say, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope, but that was a lot worse. <laughs> no. Can, can, I, can I do a roll to, like, decode what she said? <laughs> Probably mysticism, if you want to find out some more information about that. Well, that's me. Uh, uh, plus 10 is 19. And you're not really sure. You're, you're 
pretty sure that this is something from her book of prophecies. But what the knee meets the gorge? What else? <laughs> I said some crazy stuff. Uh, in the mall of the twelve lies the key. Uh, I mean, you're pretty sure that has something to do with the temple of the twelve. And if this is something this sect of the cult kind of based their religion on, they're probably pretty interested in in what Tahoman sent them. Great. Uh, one more section of the one more data module. Do you want to try and open that up? Yeah, it's behind another firewall. All right. So just running a uh, computer check. Uh, who wants to do it? I'll do. Is this something could be assistant? Uh, yeah, if you want, you got to say it though. Yeah, I'll assist. Twenty-four. No, that's my check. Oh, oh, Mama's thirty-one. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, thirty-one. Uh, yeah. So you bypass the the firewall. There is a feedback countermeasure, a electronic virus that tries to in- infect. Uh, your your data pad it does not <laughs> uh, bypassing all those you find a collection of communications between the cult this cult and and others one section is marked target another temple oh. what would you like to do uh, select temple so under this you find all the messages Tahoman kind of sent as he ascended the mountain beneath the temple of twelve not much different from the recordings that you saw like a, a week or so prior in the Eucalam. Except you do find one message you had not seen before. It's Tahuman in the dead of night, and he's broadcasting what seems to be in the rain, like under under a tent. And he says, Brothers and sisters in the field of the lost, so have you delivered me from ignorance, so must I repay the favor. You must leave the Star Eater's spine as soon as you can, as we, we are sending this message first to you, my kin. You must beat the others to the secret. Head for the system. On the sixth planet, you will find it. I have given you the key, but you must open the doorway to the end times. Yeah, a giant blanket of static uh, destroys the video and the audio as he seemed to relay where they were to go. As you're looking through this, uh, this computer's check is high enough. You can tell that this was pretty expertly scrubbed. The hacker that staticked out the name Tahoman said left digital fingerprints and they're unlike the ones that you find in the rest of the computer system. This person is much better at, at hacking. And if you inspect it closer, you can tell it seems to be military grade tech, like maybe a, a tier five computer, oh, a kind of brute strength past the codes. And this was only two days ago. That's the corpse fleet came in and they found out where they were going and they scrubbed it so nobody else could. That sounds about right. Mm. Is there any is there any way to undo what he did? No, it's it's pretty much destroyed. Okay. Hmm. Well, he was sending it to his kin. Um, so maybe if we track down their living quarters or where they were in the base, maybe they left a record somewhere else. We'll just have to keep looking. I thought we just left. I think we might have just left there. There was another folder, right, that said... So there was one that said temple, one that said key? There's another that said target. Target, Target. yeah. Do you want to take a look at that? Why don't we? Yeah. So on it, the messages come up, and it is Salask Sykesel that comes on the screen. The Sheeran that uh, Edros, you watched as she killed herself with explosives back on Eucalam. Mm -hmm. She's on Absalom Station. She feeds some video into the screen as she narrates... And it is Edros, through the scope of a sniper rifle's barrel, fighting off a few street urchins. And she says over it, Yes, he is on the move, unharmed. Mostly unharmed, I guess. Many things to report. 
We'll send details at 0100. Sexual out. Another entry, she says. I have followed his movements on Absalom, but have noted nothing of the prophecy in his movements. But I have been called to Castravel on a mission. Salask out. Um, Edris, you got, got anything you, anything from this? I, I, I mean, I, if I am a part of some prophecy, you know, nobody has told me about it. This is very, this is very grave. I mean, I, what with what happened at the Temple of Serenray, I, I did hear Mother Shadowbane say during the ritual that she seemed like something was wrong or like something was happening that was different from what I think she expected. Uh, I don't know. It could have something to do with this this prophecy that they're talking about. Yeah, but There might be more to your uh, religious conversion than you know. Yes, and the more I remain ignorant of it, the more I feel like I am putting everybody into danger. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he grows very silent and somber. He's... And just pats Edris on the shoulder and said, it's okay. And then turns around and walks out the room. <laughs> That's like your your one go-to. <laughs> my move. Like, well, it's well, like, my, like my one like semi-human interaction that I do. I'm just like, pat on shoulder. Crushed it. <laughs> there, there. Right? Well, I'm sure I, this I mean, must be a sad moment for Edris. <laughs> well, I, I'm kind of, I'm surprised. I, I'm wondering if Andis is kind of not in his own world because they just kind of had a, I don't know, like a PTSD. They just shot a monitor. I yeah. wonder if they're feeling okay. Oh no, everything's great. Everything's great. No problems. <laughs> it's all fine. Uh, do you guys want to continue exploring? Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's, uh, keep going. Maybe this will be a bookshelf. As you explore to the north, it does seem like you find another pantry, another kitchen area. This one, though, is in perfect order. You know, nothing seems to have spoiled here. It looks like it hasn't been used. And if you take a look around, you can find what looks like a number of pretty ripened fruit and and good foodstuffs that are are preserved here. Faucets, basins in the back, this barren steel table, and just rows and rows of prepackaged foodstuffs. Anything you want to do here? I'd like to gather some of the prepackaged food. Yeah, so if, if you want to take some time, you can either you know, make some food now or you can pull some R2Es from these supplies, some some yeah, good like food to... you can eat down the road. Yeah, and I'd like to dig through the pantry and see if there's anything else. Nothing, nothing really besides food no. here, but okay. just like the south side of the base, it does open up into what looks like three more chambers of quarters Chairs, cots, some small shelves, dressers dotted between. But this side looks a little little more messed up. You see profane symbols, skulls scrimshawed with occult iconography, wire sculptures spun like a, a metal wreath coated in a sticky black ichor. Along the walls here is something written in dried blood with a dark and evil-looking script in multiple hands. Lots of different shapes and sizes. Does anyone here speak abyssal? <laughs> Uh, I do. Oh, hey, Raimi. We don't have to do any rolls. Raimi, you see scrolled all over the place in different dialects and different kind of mannerisms. And in places, the words are jumbled up and written top to bottom, backwards, forwards. It's a single phrase just over and over. The entropy of existence is known. It's just more of the cultist babble. Uh, repeating the same phrase over and over again from that, that book, The Entropy yeah. of Existence is Known. Yeah, so it's it seems to be a pretty key text for these devourers. And um, yeah, that, taking a look here, it looks like something out of a horror story. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, if you're looking around this section, uh, you, f- you find a few things. There's a, a locked dresser in, in one of the rooms, and you do find what looks like a key card in, in a pile of clothing. And that's because you had already hacked this computer. It looks like a key card to help out with the, the computer at the beginning of the, the Star Eater spawn, the one that allowed you to deactivate the traps. Uh, uh, oh, joy. Does anybody want to work on this dresser? Sure. Yeah, let me take a, take a run at that. Maybe an engineering check. 25 on engineering cracking it open pretty easily you do look the old um, Fonzie uh, (laughs) inside you find a pair of injection gloves and a few doses of weaponized insanity mist Hmm. do they do they fit into the gloves needles uh, yes, yes, they do. So, does a glove hold one charge at a time? It's a great question. Or do you can, can you get like one for each finger? Because I really want to like fill each thumb up with like a healing serum, and whenever I lose all my hit points, I say, "Who's got two thumbs and lots of hit points? This guy." <laughs> and just like I point, I point my thumbs at myself and I stick myself with my healing serums. Uh, this weapon is, or its ammunition can be filled with a drug, an injury poison, or a medical compound. On a successful attack with the weapon, either the first attack if it's a melee, or an attack with the relevant piece of ammunition if it's ranged, the weapon automatically injects the target with the substance. Refilling the weapon with a new substance acts as reloading and as a move action. And it looks like as you go into the last chamber that there is, on the north side, another set of mechanical looking rows of, of metallic shelves. And on this side, it is there's a few sets of armor. As you pile into the room, greedily grasping at, at the armor there, I need everyone to make an initiative roll. Oh, dang it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you didn't think it was happening, but here we are. <laughs> I didn't make it that far. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I forgot you guys didn't find the toilets. Oh, we will. Oh, burned oh. that 20 on an initiative roll. So did I. <laughs> Jeez, you guys. <laughs> 20 is gone. What are you, what are you uh, doing to me? <laughs> uh... Hey, I rolled poorly on this. Alrighty, as you move into this room, a number of security robots, black and red, just like the ones you saw on the south side, these ones very operational, stand up, turn around, and have weapons kind of drawn on you. We're in initiative turn order with Edros at the top, ready to roll. I know, I've been at the top of two initiative turns. This is very nice when I'm at the top. You rolled, uh, what did you roll last time? Like a 19? This is a 20? Oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> I very much want to go first. Uh, so yeah, there is there is one of these security guys, I mean, 10 feet to my left. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like intruder alert, <laughs> and its eyes yeah. turn from white to red as it sees you. <laughs> yeah, there's one further into the room, but this one... He's he's the in like the most immediate you know could hit my buddy. So I'm just gonna move five feet uh, right up into this guy's grill. Yeah, and take a swing with the the curved blade. See what that does. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Whoa! I'm a legend! I am a legend! <laughs> All right, natural twenty. Believe it or not, critical hit on these guys. Wow, what is that? Third. That's a lot of damage. Yeah, so that's going to be 16 and then uh, plus 18 <laughs> for tw- 34 points of damage. I'm. Do these guys bleed? I don't think they bleed. They are constructs and they are immune to bleed effects. So unfortunately, waste curve blade, not doing it on on robots, robots. Yeah, but 
But 34 points of damage. Yeah, but 34 points of damage again. <laughs> uh, next is Rek. Uh, with this other one over here that Adras did not just crit, I am going to shout, get him! Okay, so the one that's not been hit. <laughs> yeah, and I am going to uh, pull out my Corona laser pistol and take a shot. Natural 20! What's going on? I don't, I don't like any of you guys. <laughs> can, we, can we go back to the thing that was making you shoot yourselves instead, please? Oh boy, okay. So that is critical hit. So they don't bleed, but do they burn? <laughs> I, I believe so. Construct types. What's that damage knack? Uh, so that is an eight damage with a critical effect of eight plus one d4 burn. So is that 16 plus one d4? So yeah, that'd be on their turn. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Raimi, please. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. knack shirt. I know, right? <laughs> I, I have not rolled. I have not done the like quintessential Tyler sucks at rolling dice <laughs> since I bought this shirt. <laughs> so yeah, you have though, but it's cool. Constructs, <laughs> constructs are immune to just about everything except energy damage. <laughs> so that, that it will take some extra damage on its turn. Jeez, four burn. Yeah, that'll be on its turn, and it's gonna try and put, probably put itself out. Your laser bolt just goes right through its chest, just like the the destroyed ones you saw on the south side of the base. And yeah, it's it's still smoldering apparently. Ramy, Miles, your turn. No pressure. No pressure here. <laughs> and fire my laser rifle and see how that goes. So you're moving into the room. Oh, thank you. Eighteen. Goodness. All right. Well, <laughs> eighteen is still a hit. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the train keeps rolling. Roll me that damage. It's a two d six. Yes! So it's max damage plus four. That's 10 plus uh, five is 15. All right. Wow. Yeah, both of these things have taken about 35 points of damage. Uh, not even their turn yet. Alindra Ballot. All right. I am going to, seeing that Adras clearly has this thing handled, I'm going to go to the other one. I'm going to move into position and stellar rush straight at this guy to the okay. south. Attack. Um, Roll. Yeah, and attack. That's a 25 to hit. It's a hit. <laughs> yes. And that's 17, uh, 18 points of damage. Jeez. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's still up, but yeah, you drive your solar blade uh, right into its chassis. It is hurting. <laughs> Gotta do math. It's hurting so much. Okay. And Andus 147, also as in the a, room. As a standard action, I I guess I just retire. <laughs> Because um, these guys seem to have it, so I go so, back and I wait on the ship. If you had, if you had all focused on one of them, um, I think one would be dead by now. Yeah, you're just doing uh, so much damage. Yeah, I guess I'll track this one and take a shot. So the one, the one that Alindra is attacking. All right, so, the, the one that everyone that everyone but Edris has attacked. So. So it's not getting uh, cover from her, but you're shooting past some some metal shelves. It's going to get a little plus two bonus to its AC. That makes sense. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. I should retire. I go back to the ship and retire. That's my critical fail is that I I leave the podcast and I never play D&D again. That that is... Oh, boy. Oh, hey, it's another... (laughs) 
two in one episode. Another JJJ crit fail. Thank you. One of our favorite fans here. This one is is called Loud Noises. Your weapon misfires, releasing a deafening sonic blast. Firearm remains functional, but you have to make a fortitude save or be deafened. Go ahead and make me that fort save. And surely there's a time a time on this. <laughs> yeah, not forever. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Good. So you are deafened for four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and your gun just pops like a sonic boom next to your ear. All right, I'm, I, as a free action, I lay down on the ground. <laughs> Actually, uh, no, I get to go, and both of these things are going to try and just slam into both Alindra and Edros, who have stymied me because I can't roll. I can't roll well tonight. I rolled poor on initiative. I've rolled a one on the attack here. These guys are below your CR, so I'm not doing this stupid thing. I'm not doing this stupid crit fail. I've rolled a 13 for Alindra. What is your KAC? Uh, 21. Okay, so this thing just hits you with a slam for 10 points of damage. So not, not too much. And that takes us back to Edros, top of the turn order, turn two. <laughs> Uh, Edros is a little worried because he just heard a really loud noise and now Andis is on the ground. Uh, <laughs> so he's thinking, he's thinking he's going to have to deal with that at some point, but uh, he's more than happy to have this guy pinned into the corner so he can't get to anybody else. I, I think I'm just going to full attack. I'm probably going to get punished for being greedy here, but because uh, I don't, we really don't know the AC, but full attack it is. First attack. Oh, yeah. Yep. This is the mistake. <laughs> that's, that's three on miss. the dice. That's a miss. <laughs> that's a miss. Second attack. Yeah, that's a mouse. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. You used up your neck luck. Your neck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that oh. takes us to neck himself. Next is Rick. All right. Uh, I am going to shout get him at the one that we were all targeting in the last round. Uh, the one that is menacing Alindra. And I'm going to take another shot with my Corona laser pistol. That is a 25 to hit. 17. That's a hit. For seven damage. Ooh, it's so close. Yeah, you've burnt another hole this time through its its neck. Oh, boy. Raimi, Quindar, your turn. All right. Uh, he is, uh, Raimi's going to fire at the same robot that is attacking Lyndra. That's a 16. Ooh, that is a miss. Unfortunately, mm. miss. Alindra Vallis, you're up. All right. I'm going to double attack. That's a 14, 15. That's a miss. 15? Miss, miss, miss. All right. Roll that again. And even worse. <laughs> That's what happens when you get greedy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All righty. Um, on the ground, Anda's 147. <laughs> Having a no good, terrible, very bad day. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Anda's... Uh, tricking the security robots into thinking that he fell down dead uh, just takes two shots from the ground. A false sense of security? <laughs> A false sense of security, robot. Exactly. Oh. Word. Do you, you want to shoot the one that Adros is fighting? Alindra. No. Alindra. Okay. Make me those attack rolls. Will. There's one. Two. There's two. (laughs) Two 17s. This happened last week as well. You rolled two really high ones. Both of those are hits. One. Two. 
Uh, that one's totally dead. Yes! <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, you shoot it, uh, its head off, its leg off, it falls to the ground. I do the leg, I do the leg so that it falls to the ground and then it sees me and I'm like, I'm still awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that last one is just overkill. Um, right, on its turn, I've, I've got uh, this guy on Edros. He's just going to try and make another couple of slams because he's pinned into this corner beat him so well on the initiative roll. Alright, one miss and one critical hit. Oh, there we go. Oh, Paid back that natural 20. <laughs> Fair enough. So that is 22 points of damage as it brings Ooh. both of its metallic arms just down on your neck, pummeling you into place. Yeah, how about that? Now it's back to your turn, Tyler. Turn three. Oh, okay, um, so hearing the, the death throes of the other robot, maybe noticing that Andis is celebrating. So let's let's swing first, and then I'll move out of the way, I think. What a grand idea. First swing, one swing. That's a 19 on the die, so I'm sure that's a hit. Uh, four points of damage. Oh, boy. Big hits, big hurts on these robots. They're like punching bags to you guys. Uh, it is still up, and you want to move now? Yeah, I'm going to just take a five-foot step back. Uh, open Garden up. step back. Max uh, is right. Oh. You have a clean shot now. Get him! And uh, Corona laser pistol. <laughs> That is a 19 to hit. That is that is a hit. Uh, for eight damage. Eight damage. It's still up. It's still dangerous. <laughs> and we are on to Rami Gwindar. All right. So Rami's going to step aside so that he can get a clear shot as well. Gotcha. And take a shot with his laser rifle. <coughs> That's 24. That's a hit. Mm, yeah, baby. Four plus five, nine points of damage. Nine points it had. Exactly. Eight points of health left. It's dead. Yes. Yeah. We're the armory. Explodes. And you guys are surrounded by some sweet, sweet armor. You find a couple of D suits. Mark one. The same fashion ta- Tahoe men wore, but in a mottled gray color. Two Mark one Estic suits. A couple of Mark two suits of Cassathan microcord and a Soki refractor suit. And these are all in black and red colors adorned with wicked looking skulls and fangs, other symbol symbols of the devourer. Uh, why don't you guys give me a perception check real quick? It's a natural 20. Oh right. yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe this is for Alindra. Um, you tap on the wall you feel a slightly raised surface and it comes up with a little computer panel with a, a locked entry into it. Does anybody have an engineering for me? Is this an engineering check that can be assisted? Yeah, sure. Not needed. <laughs> 30 miles is rolling great on skill tonight. Uh, yeah, so you are able to crack open this hidden wall. Yes. Uh, there's like a small cabinet and out from it a set of armor is revealed. A wicked looking set of heavy armor with jump jets installed. Oh. Mark three golem forged plating armor. <laughs> and it's got something nice. airbrushed on the back of it. Looks like uh, use this their name. What is it? It says to be continued. Yes. <laughs> Next week. I was waiting for that. <laughs> 
<laughs> me Lord. too. Me too. That's oh my god. <laughs> that is the Star Eater's spine, everyone. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that is a Wait. that is a crazy base. Hold on, we're not at the end though, right? Are we? Oh, I mean, of the episode? Yes, we are. Looking at the map, if we look at that one hallway we didn't go down, yeah, we're we're through. That is correct. Yeah, you've uh, you've uncovered just about everything here in a single episode. Hmm. Good work, oh, team. Cool. Awesome. And, and you found just about everything. You found some guns, some armor. You guys are going to awesome. be uh, well equipped when you get to level six. Which is right now. Yes! What? Yes! what? <laughs> yeah. Yes! I'm making it rain oh. level ups, weapons, oh armor, all kinds of stuff this episode. Wow. Know, this is no level no, six. No, brings... this, is, this, is, this is his April Fool's prank. Don't you <laughs> buy it? Don't you do it? He's going to get us on Monday. Oh, no, but you know, no, Jabert, you know what's going to happen? Nobody's going to get anybody except for Knack being able to cast get him with an attack instead of just as a standard roll. And it's mm-hmm. plus two instead of plus one. And I can also attack when I do it. And I don't have to waste a movement. All right. Calm, calm All right, down there. So- <laughs> say April Fool's to shut him up. Calm down, <laughs> True. Let's uh, everyone get some pretty rad stuff at level six, including everyone gets like a theme ability, yep. which is great. Very excited yeah. to explore those. We're going to start next week's episode talking about all the cool <laughs> stuff that you, your character has. Yeah. Um, things that you're you're putting on, your armor, your weapons, and your abilities. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. You guys burnt through Star Eater Spine. And uh, yeah, we'll figure out where you're going after this. Any any ideas? I mean, uh, I assume to find the corpse fleet. That's what I was expecting to find here. And we didn't. So no, the base, yeah, was, I, base I was, was empty. Assume we go someplace Eoxian. Since we're taught in the Oxians. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll figure it out next time. Episode of 33. When we when we get back. Guys, thank you for playing with me. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank, yes, thanks so. for putting up with some some good rolls, some bad rolls tonight. <laughs> and why, why doesn't everybody say goodnight, everybody? Good night, everybody. Good night. Everybody. Good night. Bye.